1: Hello, I'm Andy Zaltzman, this is another issue of Top Stories, the show in which you tell you the top story from a long-dead episode of The Bugle. Pensioners, there's absolutely loads of them, and that was as true in April 2014 as it is now. In the UK, the government came up with an interesting plan to predict people's deaths, presumably to try to save some money. This is from issue 267 of The Bugle, entitled Gaining My Religion, featuring me
0: and John Oliver top story this week, the grateful not quite dead. And uh, (laughs) pensions are a big problem, Andy, due to the inconvenient fact that people are just refusing to die at the most fiscally convenient time for society. And uh, seeing as the government of the UK is hamstrung by not being able to legally order a mandatory cull of all people older than 75, they're having to come up with some outside-of-the-coffin solutions. (laughs) And... It's it's going to take a bold plan, but perhaps not this bold, because the UK Pensions Minister, Steve Webb, has revealed that in the future, pensioners in Britain will be given estimates of how long they have left to live to help them manage their savings. He argues that most people underestimate how long they'll live, resulting in poor financial projections. So experts will apparently now look at factors such as smoking, eating habits, and socio-economic backgrounds when determining approximate life expectancy. I'm presuming that this has been relatively controversial over there, Andy, because (laughs) there was an outcry here when it was suggested that Obamacare was going to include death panels, even though there was no suggestion of that inside it whatsoever. But this is an actual government suggestion that's not even... And death panels, it's death fortune tellers. <laughs> well, I mean, we would
1: have been up in arms about it, John, had we not spent every single day of uh, of our national life looking at pictures of Kate Middleton looking quite pretty right. on the front of newspapers. So it's been slightly, <laughs> uh, slightly buried uh, by this. But I mean, I think it's, uh, I think it's fine. I'd like the government to go much further and just, you know, just basically just give us a precise precise death day that uh, that we can all plan towards that it's good to have certainty in death as in life and um there's factors as you say smoking eating habits and socio-economic background Those three factors would make a pretty socially Revealing Venn diagram Uh, But there must be other factors as well that play Into how long you're going to live such as You know are you a total dick that people Might want to bump off or are you Easily riled or with an addiction to fast Cars who knows Um, It's very encouraging news the government's recent budget Seemed largely aimed at getting pensioners to Blow as much of their economic Safety nets as as possible on Impulse buys why fork out Hundreds of thousands of pounds to stay for years and Years in a nursing home waiting for the merciful rabbit punch of death when you could drive a lamborghini around for a few months and then just sleep rough until you freeze to death um so um and also given the new christian slant this government uh, appears to be taking more of which uh, later um i think it's good that they let people know when they're going to uh, shuffle off the mortal coal to meet their maker so they can work out for the last few months you know just trim down for a couple of months so they look good at the pearly gates i know it shouldn't make a difference john to whether or not you get into uh, to eternal bliss, but we all know it does. You know, people don't vote for beards, and God loves a six-pack. I mean, look look at Jesus, absolutely ripped to the crumpets. He was the lad, clearly trying to impress his dad.
0: There's no need, though, Andy, for this consultation even to be face-to-face with an insurance representative. It should be entirely possible. Just have a government robot come to your house, you input your information on a keypad attached to its stomach, and it will shit out a piece of paper with a number on it, and that is when you'll probably die. And there is nothing at all chillingly dystopian about any of this, Andy. Either that will make this a great public spectacle. Announce people's numbers on TV, like a lottery upon their retirement. Here are your death dates. Mike Barnaby of Dorset, 72. Congratulations, Mike. Enjoy the next seven years. Dawn Buckland of Chester, 93. Oh, huge number for you, Dawn. Congratulations and commiserations. That feels a little too long. And last name out of the hat, Ian Prince of Lancaster, 66. Have a great year, Ian. Live it like it's your last, which statistically it will be. Well, still there's still a bit
1: bit of uncertainty, John, because I mean I think I think it needs to be definite. Uh, there, there was a very interesting article on this in a uh, publication that's very close to my heart, the Actuarial Post. Um, Mm -hmm. in which uh, a financial expert talking about uh, life expectancy and financial planning said it's vital to understand that this is just an average figure. At the end of the day, it's still impossible to say with complete certainty whether an individual will die tomorrow or live to receive a telegram from the Queen. I don't know if he said that in a slightly sinister voice suggesting that he's about to bump someone (laughs) off. But but I think just give it time, John. Science, the fearsomely unstoppable c*** that it is, will soon sort this out for us. We'll know exactly... When, and the government should be doing this, as, just as they judge everything else. They should be judging it by virtue. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be down to lifestyle choices. It should be down to financial utility to the British nation. They should be sitting people down saying, well, Mr. Froggen, you've earned very healthily in your chosen careers and investment, uh, nabob. Tick. You've sent your children to private school. Tick. Private healthcare. Tick. Congratulations. You've barely cost the state a penny. You can have another 33 years. Pop back with a 98 with a chosen method of death, please. Preferably not one of the messy ones. Do enjoy your retirement. Now, Mrs. Glapp Oh dear, someone's had a tough life, haven't they, Mrs Glapp? Five kids all through the state sector. Lots of stresses and strains, judging by the number of times you've been in and out of hospital. That's an awful lot of benefits you've needed to look after your offspring. And, uh, well, you haven't drunk or smoked or driven a car. So not even contributing that much to the Exchequer in in taxes. So tot it up. How old are you now? 65. Oh dear, that's your lot. Hard luck. Edna, please bring a glass of water and five tablets for Mrs Glapp. You're allowed one last phone call.
0: I think you should find out when you're going to die, on the day that you die, Andy, from a telegram from the Queen. (laughs) Basically... You should have an envelope from Buckingham Palace with a handwritten note inside saying, you die today. That's that's the best way to have it. So Steve Webb, the uh, government's grim mathematical reaper, uh, has suggested that the uh, insurance companies should use all of these factors, uh, right down to uh, hereditary factors and postcodes to pin down a rough date of death. And uh, the concern is that that date may actually be longer than most people think. Life expectancy is rising steadily in the UK. Females are now... Uh, projected to live until 82.7 years on average, uh, males around 78.9 years. And why did the government stop there, Andy? Why didn't we just ask people to sign a death guarantee? I promise to be dead by this time, because that seems to be what we're all dancing around. Like you say, we will support you until such time as you are not economically viable, after which time we fully expect you to trampoline yourself off a cliff. Uh, <laughs> The correlation between economic background and life expectancy is depressingly clinical, and it is absolutely the case here in the US too. There are impoverished parts of this country where the average male life expectancy is 64 years old, which is less than Iraq. That is not a great non-war zone number in a fully developed country. Uh, in England, estimates suggest that a girl born today in Dorset can expect to live to 86.6 years on average, 14 years longer than a boy born in inner city Glasgow, because in Glasgow, which has the lowest figure for both men and women, uh, it's 72.6 and 78.5 years respectively. And I guess the lesson there is, Andy, if you're running out of pension, you're struggling to get by, just move to inner city Glasgow and (laughs) they will finish you off. (laughs) It's like euthanasia. What What I'm saying, Andy, is living in Glasgow is mathematically amount to assisted suicide that's, that's not me saying that that's numbers Andy, numbers
1: <laughs> I've had gigs in Glasgow that have certainly felt that way thank you for listening if you've enjoyed this show or indeed anything else ever on The Bugle, do come and see our live show in March of this year we are touring around the UK tickets
0: on sale at thebuglepodcast.com Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here